Welcome to our Friday podcast on the Psalms, some simple devotional thoughts. Today we consider Psalm 32. This is a penitential psalm where sin and its effects are confronted. You will see from its heading that it is a psalm of David. Many commentators think that this psalm, along with Psalm 51, was composed after Nathan came to David and pinpointed David's double sin of adultery and murder. Psalm 51 was the confession of his sin and the prayer for forgiveness. This psalm is the record made of forgiveness obtained and the blessings that come from being restored to God. In this psalm, David also carries out his resolve in Psalm 51, verse 13, where he says, I will teach transgressors your ways, and sinners will return to you. In this psalm, he gives instruction to others, needing deliverance from a conscience that condemns. As C.H. Spurgeon says, this is an instructive psalm. We learn the way we should walk and the way in which we should not walk. This psalm has two sections which teach us about the pathway to forgiveness. Verses 3 to 6 show us the pathway, and verses 7 to 10 encourage us to follow the pathway. But the psalm begins with a blessing in verses 1 and 2. Blessed is the one whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man against whom the Lord counts no iniquity, and in whose spirit there is no deceit. There are two reasons for David's blessedness. Firstly, the sin is no longer held against him. He is forgiven. Secondly, he is no longer trying to excuse his sin. There is no deceit in him. David now goes on to tell us how he got to this point of being blessed. In other words, he spells out the pathway to forgiveness. Verses 3 to 6. He was denying his sin. In verse 3, I kept silent. But God dealt with him. As David says to God in verse 4, Your hand was heavy upon me. For David, there were physical consequences. Verses 3 and 4 speak of bones wasting away, strength drying up. So God made the first step, but the second was David's. He confessed his sin to God. In verse 5, I acknowledge my sin to you. I did not cover my iniquity. I said I will confess my transgressions to the Lord. Notice it was confessing direct to God, not acknowledging the sin just to self or a close friend or a confession to a minister. And God was swift to act. In verse 5, you forgave the iniquity of my sin. And notice that this forgiveness is not just for David. In verse 6, therefore let everyone who is godly offer prayer to you at a time when you may be found. And now David gives encouragement to follow the pathway, verses 7 to 10. Firstly, the encouragement comes in verse 7 through David's testimony, where he says of God, You are a hiding place for me, 
you preserve me from trouble. Before his confession, God's hand weighed heavily upon him, but that same God is now his hiding place. Satan may seek to accuse David for his sin, but God is his refuge from Satan. Secondly, the encouragement comes in verses 8 and 9 from God himself. God gives encouragement to follow the path. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. What an amazing statement from God. He, the one offended, is ready to lead the repentant along the pathway to forgiveness. Verse 10 tells of the futility that comes from delaying the confession of sin. And verse 11 finishes the psalm as it started with rejoicing. As I finish, denial of sin is not reserved for the big sins. We do it daily with many of our sins. God will graciously speak to us through his word and by his spirit to bring conviction. Let us follow the pathway to forgiveness, which can be ours, because Jesus has shed his precious blood on the cross. Join me on Monday for Psalm 33.